This podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Welcome everybody to Off Your Chest, a podcast of confessions by the best upcoming comedic talent in Leeds and the surrounding area. Are you laughing at that now? <laughs> I'm just worried about, I think if we get to one where it's only like, two, if like there's only two of us, we'd be the best. Because <laughs> like, we're not better than the people who aren't here. <laughs> Let's not talk about the absent ones. All right, okay. Uh, I'm Josh, and we'll go around the room so we can introduce ourselves and familiarise you all with our lovely voices. I'm Mandy. I'm Noel. I'm Justin. Excellent. That's great. Together, we are (laughs) a podcast. (laughs) So it's the first one of the new year, and we have a new jingle. So that's exciting. Do that. Sing it for us. Oh no! It's, no, I drop it in. I drop it in in the edit. Mm. So that's nice. But we've got a new year, new new jingle, all that new was. Did we all have a good new year and Christmas? Because this is the first one we've done in like a month. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was going to record one with my sister while I was over there for Christmas, but that just completely yes. fell apart. Plans over there made in with Christmas. Amsterdam. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I went to Amsterdam for Christmas. Yeah. That's probably why you were too busy enjoying yourself. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> Did you forget? Uh, well, I wanted, to, I wanted to do it on the first night, and my sister was like, I can't be asked." And then, like, she, a few, the next day, she was like, do you want to record the podcast? And I was just like, and now I can't be asked." <laughs> <laughs> we're not a very productive sibling duo, to be honest, but there we go. <sighs> so, yeah, so I had a good... Um, I stayed in on New Year's, as, as per every year, really. Um, just watched Jules Holland, went to bed. But you'll be happy, won't you, Mandy? Because Christmas is over. Hey. <laughs> like, how did it rank in most hated Christmases for you this year? Are you tough? Is you're kind of are you toughening up and being able to endure it more? No, like, the opposite. No, the opposite. Yeah, it's, worse every it's, year. it's getting it's worse tolerable. every year. Just get my tolerance for it gets less and less and less, um, and uh, my patience for it gets less and less, and my kids who. You know, they were there on Christmas. They're there every day of the year, to be fair, my kids, because they still live at home. Um, and uh, they were there again on Christmas Day. Um, so no excitement there. You know, like, oh, yeah, my kids are coming. Special it's not thing. special. Oh, I just woke up you. with them there as per, per usual, really. So, but yes, yeah, so we gave out presents and things. And it got to the stage where I, one of my kids sort of observed that I, rather than sort of give, giving present I'd literally fling them across the room (laughs) (laughs) like missiles Um, and they just catch them and say oh man this is not very I don't care it's got to that point where um, yeah it just uh, eat the tangerine and shut up (laughs) 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 yes lick that coal (laughs) stop your green (laughs) so yes I got through it um, and actually did the thing that I've done for the last three years which is I I the Christmas dinner that I cooked, every single item came from uh, Mr. Marks and Mr. Spencer's. Every item. Right. So literally, tops had to be peeled and, and foils had to be popped in oven. Um, <laughs> I did no peeling, no cooking, no mashing, no sieving, no stirring. It was marvellous. Yeah. It sort of makes it slightly less painful, the whole experience. Eventually, you could get, you know, they have those um, roast in the bag. Oh, chickens, you yeah. kind of like minimal effort. <laughs> just you just need to do that with the whole Christmas dinner, like the baked Alaska as well. Somehow <laughs> it's still in there, and you just pop yeah, it all in the oven, and um, yeah. thirty minutes later you've mm. got a, a, you know steaming Christmas. Yeah, dinner. and it was all delicious, and um, 
it was, yeah, it was uh, a lot of less effort and it was delicious. And um, yeah, so. There's my Christmas. effort. Ooh. Ooh. That looks really good. For the listeners. Imagine, just to show us a picture of a picturesque Ooh. Christmas meal. Uh, what's the meat substitute on that thing? Uh, two types of nut roast. Ah, oh, there you go. I have to say, Justin, I'm not judging, this is just describing. Okay. Oh, here we go. That's an enormous plate of food. That's the old no, no, You're all mad. You have every day now. No, no, I couldn't fit that in now. Um, wow. Yeah. I went back for seconds after that as well. Wow. I mean, for, for, that is sort of, yeah, it's, it's girth. It's got a lot of girth. <laughs> That's what they all it's, say. It's, <laughs> it's got quite a bit of height on it. And it's actually spilling over the edge of the plate. <laughs> the Yorkshires are sort of hanging that's on. That's probably they should right. do a cr- like Christmas dinner. It should, so it should be spilling be, yeah. over yeah. the edge of the plate. Because, you know, winter fat. Excess. Right. Wow, it looks delicious, I have to say. But do you, the Yorkshires is, um, do you do Yorkshires normally with your Christmas dinner? Well, like, as, yeah. Yeah, 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 standard. Yeah, yeah standard. Yeah. Do you know, do you do Yorkshires? Uh, Yorkshires, no. No. No, but that's weird English food. Still to me, I, I, I love Yorkshire puddings, but it's still weird English food as far as I'm concerned. Did you not have them growing up? No. Oh. No, sorry, potatoes. Nothing but potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the national Mash law. Chip and fry. We had to have potatoes every meal. And every meal we would have potatoes. Our parents used to discuss the potatoes, like the French talk about yeah. their wine. <laughs> we would go, oh, they're a bit flowery, those ones. Or they're a bit, oh, they're a bit, you know, mm. a bit greasy or a bit, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah, when I was growing up, um, for starters, you, we would have a massive Yorkshire pudding in gravy, and mm. then we'd have small Yorkshire puddings with the main meal. <laughs> <laughs> for pudding? <laughs> As a pancake. Yeah, I wonder why you look a bit like a Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. My nana was the oh, best cook ever. Yorkshire puddings are the best. Yeah. We, had a, we had a big <laughs> office debate, because uh, uh, in our office there's two northerners and one southerner uh, because of... Um, and EU it, regulations and, yeah because of the bloody EU we'd have it all north if we could but um, you know uh, the southerner was just like saying like I don't get it why do you put Yorkshire's on every bloody Sunday meal it should just be for Christmas and it's just like no if there's gravy involved there's Yorkshire puddings involved yeah. that's a fact the, the, the most bizarre thing is my neighbours don't they don't have I'm never, you know for any meal any roast meal they never have gravy what now that I really I can't get my head around that but it would just be all dry and horrible all dry and horrible that's right, and they do, and I said to them once, is That's it because so you think gravy's a bit common? And she said it might be. But that's the kind of folk you get in Harrogate. That was the, uh, mm. uh, that was, well, that sort of saying, yes, I think it's common, but yes. because I know that you like gravy, I don't want to call you common. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking it. <laughs> and she actually said to me, she wants, and I said, does, you, does Gareth, your husband, not, does he not like gravy, or is it just you? And she said, well, we never had it growing up, but we did have things with a bit of jus. <laughs> now, you don't, I mean, you didn't have jus in the 60s, did you? That's just, that's just fanciful nonsense. But she did say, so I said, does your, does your husband, did, he must have had gravy growing up. And she said, she once caught him making a little jug of gravy once oh. for a dinner. Oh, I thought, oh, how sad is that? She's never spoken for six months. <laughs> he has to do, make gravy on the choir. He's <laughs> been doing it for years. Why is she so against gravy? <laughs> She thinks it's. I think um, she thinks it's like common people have gravy. Like people think that common people have ketchup. Yeah, yeah. That, it's still that mm, old yeah. that thing. It's God, like I'm really common. I feel sorry for that husband, though. God, I know yeah. gravy on the slide. I mean, God it's forbid he's ever shed, just all the all the mist and corn mags. <laughs> 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 
I'm okay, I'm okay with the pawn, just the gravy. Get <laughs> yeah. rid of that. Why don't you get a mistress instead of all this gravy? <laughs> <laughs> a mistress I can deal with. <laughs> gravy, that's a line in the sand. I just love everything kind of wet food-wise. <laughs> like, I knew same. as soon as before that was even out my mouth I knew that yeah. was um, going to be did. misinterpreted yeah uh. anyway so that's that's our food uh, yeah we had a super trooper show as well the, between oh, Christmas yeah. and New Year spectacular I can't remember much of it to be honest with you because it's been so one. long was it, oh, good? Yeah, it, it was good, good. it was good fun so my uh, a friend of mine turned up who was rather religious yes <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a rather rude uh, second half didn't we you were doing yeah. some sign languages and what was I can't remember the exact circumstance I can Oh. <laughs> Does it not bear repeating for a podcast no. that's going on no. the internet? Maybe it doesn't. Okay, fair enough. But it was there was there was I think we sort of there was a bit of swearing yes. and then Noel at the end oh, yes. sort of took it down to Chinatown with the ultimate <laughs> swear word. Sea bomb. Sea bomb, which yeah. your friends must have been horrified at, were they? We've not talked about it since. Are they still friends? Well, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't say it, you said it's that Noel. He's just <laughs> such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> All he talks about is swear words and potatoes. We have there was porn came up in the film and theatre as well. Oh, we I did. A bit yes. of that. Oh, it's there was crazy. a bit of tea bagging going on. There was on. a lot of tea bagging. That was uh, referenced and again. Ba- later. Oh, badger porn as well. Badger porn was a oh, that thing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so yeah, so I can see how it. Uh, Mind, How few. to masturbate? That was, yeah. Oh yes, that was the book. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> the special Christmas wank. <laughs> that was their, their first. I think it was the first game we played, and they just arrived, oh, and, they went, and they went, "Oh, we thought it was stand-up." And he goes, "No, no, it's improvised comedy." You know, we do. <clears throat> And they're like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. And then it's like, hold a masturbate. And I had to do the sign language for it. So, um, I remember them looking very taut. <laughs> sort of like a rigour had set in with I, the. I, I clapped yeah. Because I was like, oh, the gig scored quite well. And then you the saw that. The audience seems to beat it. It's just set for that guy. Just <laughs> He's hating it. Yeah. He just a little blank area in the audience. Yeah, sorry, they'll never come again. That's fine. <laughs> Scaring everybody away. <laughs> right, okay, so um, if you don't know, we draw a subject matter from the bucket and we confess our sins on the randomly selected subject matter. Now, if you want to add a subject matter to the bucket, you can do so by sending an email to oycpodcast at gmail.com or just sending us a message over on Facebook. Mandy, I notice you have taken a suggestion from the bucket. <clears throat> if you can Straight read it aloud. For mm. the class. Not fast, you last know. Um, <laughs> okay, this, uh, this uh, month's topic is bad behaviour abroad, in brackets, on holiday. Mm. I think okay. we've, haven't we had this? Ha- I don't think we have. No. I think we may have just discussed. I'm, it. I'm sure it's kind of come up, because... We, we're all four we're people, all, we're, we're, we're all we're well-travelled. <laughs> so, yeah. um... Hmm. Okay, well, uh, there we go. I'll just put that on the table there. Yeah. Um, and while we mull it over. <coughs> right. Any lag allowed in here? Uh, I know you're looking at me, Justin, <laughs> but <laughs> you'd be surprised to find out that I'm uh, actually quite a tame traveller. We went uh, on holiday to Ibiza a few years ago, and we latest we went to bed was half past midnight. So Whoa. there you go. <laughs> kind of hardcore there, let me tell you. I wasn't drinking at the time as well, so that just added to the... <laughs> 
That's you weren't drinking in Ibiza. Yeah, that's... <coughs> yeah. All the drugs. Wasn't doing the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it must be strange walking around Ibiza being quite sober and with it. Yeah, well, it was sort of in the off-season because we got like a special last-minute deal on it. Um, booked it, packed it, fuck off, I believe the correct phrasing is. But um, yeah, we went on holiday to Ibiza and were well-behaved the entire time. Nice. <laughs> I, was in, I was in a Spanish country and... Uh, we were walking around, they're trying to get all these, come in, free shots, free shots. Mm. So I just said to this lady, I'm like, no, thank you. She's like, oh, that's nice, where are you from? I said, oh, northeast of England. She's like, oh, that's nice, most people tell me to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently I'm quite nice. <laughs> yeah, Brits Abroad and the booze is a... It's, and these are just, they're just, I heard on the news the other day, um, they're bringing in uh, new legislation to try and outlaw drinking, make it against the law to drink that airports won't serve oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. before a certain time before so that people are not getting on the flights absolutely hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which what? makes a lot of sense. I mean I don't I, I mean I don't know, but in all the countries that I've been to, I have never seen I mean I haven't been to I don't know, Russia, I haven't been to um, Albania, but I I, I don't see other nationalities sitting in airports at six and seven in the morning no. with a pint of Stella. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe it happens. I've never seen it, but you see it regularly. Yeah. It, the English with a pint of beer. I mean, at if you, seven and six in the morning. No matter if you're going to like Witherspoons for like breakfast or something like that, you'll always see at least three people drinking, regardless of what time it is. Like it is insane. Um, there is a problem with alcohol. In this country, <laughs> but I don't think they should ban alcohol in airports because airports are miserable. No, but at six in the morning. I mean, maybe I don't know. <coughs> six, seven, eight in the morning. We were going on holiday to Dusseldorf a few years ago, and we were going through Gatwick Airport, and uh, our flight was at a stupid time. It was like half five in the morning. We were walking through one of those custom shops after we'd had a boarding passes scanned, and they were giving out shots as free samples to everybody walking past, and it was just like. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, sleep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you wouldn't want to be the um, you know cabin crew having oh, to deal no. oh, with they, that, would you? I mean, <clears> they <throat> have <throat> they are sense they have to wear a stupid uniform and have to deal with drunk British people well, almost exclusively. <laughs> I travel to Holland every week, and there's always a group of lads there on the way, and then yeah. there's this they, have, they play this thing. It's like they call it together on board policy, which is basically don't be a dick. Uh, not allowed to get pissed and, and get <coughs> sick in the aisle and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> but they still do it anyway. Yeah. But, but what yeah. what is it about us? What is it about the British that has that sort of you know? It's because we're, to we're be... too, <coughs> too stuck up all the time that we have to release by uh, being drunk idiots. Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's something. It, it, it wasn't the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> well, they always said that having the pubs shut at eleven may kind of encourage people to drink as much as they could before 11. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, they were like, oh, the pubs are going to be shut soon, I better get them in. Yeah, binge drink. Uh, so, and now that the pubs are open later, they still drink like that, just more. Yeah. <laughs> Until one or two in the morning, yeah. Oh, and, no, uh, one or two, wherever you're mad, five, yeah. Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't play club until six if anybody wants to go. <laughs> I'll give it a skip on a work night to be honest with you I was thinking we should go for a, a Sunday lunch after this but anyway <laughs> I haven't seen I must say I don't myself not particularly I mean I do silly things all the time I mean I don't need to go abroad to be to be an idiot but I have seen plenty of other people sort of doing pretty 
bad shit on you know holiday or abroad. But myself, I can't really think of any. No, I've been, I've <coughs> been on, I've been that stag do on at least stag one, one occasion. Yeah. I went to one in, in Ostend, uh, and it was with the, it was a guy I didn't know the guy that well, but it was kind of a friend of a friend, and he went to one because I didn't even go to the wedding. <laughs> they went, oh, we're going for a weekend in Ostend. Do you want to come? And I went, yeah, I'll I knew they were kind of pretty out of control bunch. I thought this could be quite good fun. And uh, we just booked a ferry. It was only one night. We didn't book anywhere to stay because we weren't going to be going to bed. And um, just hit the beers on the ferry and then various other substances once we got there that helped us stay up and whatnot. And we went to this club. And I remember there was a whole bunch of us. I mean, there was, must have been 15 or 20 people. And we just kept losing each other. But then I was going, this is going to be a disaster. People are going to get lost. They're going to be ringing embassies and all this here. <laughs> no matter how many times somebody wandered off, we'd always bump into them around the corner and go, hey, it's you this here. And I was like, so we stayed up all night. I remember the next day... Uh, we had some acid, which was quite full on. Uh, so I was having trouble just keeping it together. And we headed down to the beach with our bags of lager. And there was a kite festival going on, which I'm telling you, when you're tripping, it's fucking amazing. So, and, um, but I remember seeing us on the beach with all, there was like all these rather pink-looking Belgians. They don't tan well as a nation, the Belgians. But are all in their, uh, like, sh- shorts and swimming cosies and all this here. And then there was a bunch of guys in jeans and T-shirts just kind of staggering through the, the, the mayhem. I just remember thinking, oh, I kind of feel sorry for everyone else on this beach having this put up with, with us lot. Uh, but we all, we managed to... Get on. This was the thing. We managed to get on the ferry back, and I was, um, I was like, that was the thing that shot me the most. Going, I can't believe we all managed to to get back to England. But then between Dover and London, it just kind of fell apart. And about half the people managed to get back to London. People were getting on the wrong train. People were getting missing the train, and uh, there was all sorts of uh, mishaps just on that last leg of the journey. But nothing too. Too serious. Well, I was convinced someone was going to get left behind in Belgium, but it didn't <laughs> yeah. quite happen. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Dover to London is definitely the best time on the way on the way back from Dover to London. Sounds like the best time for shit to go wrong. Yes, to be yes. Fair. You know, they don't have it happening on the way there. Oh, but, uh, Actually, I do remember. <laughs> yes, that's just reminded me. The only thing I can sort of remember that was vaguely badly behaved. I was with some girlfriends, and we got a train. I think it was Milan to Florence or Florence to Milan. Or... Anyway, so we got a train and what we didn't realise was it was um, like a commuter train and it was like five, six o'clock in the evening or something, whichever way we were going. And um, <clears throat> we, they served drinks on the, this journey and because we were on holiday and we were all having a lot of fun and really close friends, we got some champagne and we got quite tiddly. And we were the only sort of touristy people, English touristy people, on this train. It was all Milanese people. And they're quite sort of uptight, actually. They're quite sort of, um, they're quite uptight and a bit sort of up themselves, really. Um, And very sort of self-conscious and fashion-conscious and all that. And we were just 
gradually falling apart on this journey and getting sillier and louder, as for slightly as we were then, middle-aged women tend to do when champagne and bubbles sort of hit the system and we were getting loud and silly. And they were, they were horrified, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, because we were trying to engage them in chat and we thought we were hilarious. And, um, yeah, and we thought we were very funny and we were having a great time. And they were all deeply irritated. Um, and uh, that's the closest I think I've ever got to misbehaving. And they just couldn't wait to get off that train quick enough, really, and get away from the, um, the scuzzy middle-aged English women who were all <laughs> hammered on cheap champagne. And I don't blame them, really. Looking, no, you know, no. But we had a great time, and really that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> when you're on holiday, it's all about you, isn't it? It's like, people can't live here, this is a tourist thing. Yeah, so, this is um, a holiday But the next day we did feel slightly embarrassed and ashamed that we behaved like sort of, you know, the cast of Benny Dorm. <laughs> on this commuter train. But, uh, I had a stag party in Krakow, in Poland, mm. um, which was great. I had a great I time. I said Dachau there for a minute. I thought, that is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dachau, the concentration camp, is oh, an right. inappropriate place no. for a stag to. <laughs> but no, Krakow. No, Krakow. Krakow, Justin. It was good, but we... we we got there on a Thursday. Like a lot of people got there on Thursday. I said, right, we'll have a quiet drink on Thursday because the big night is Friday, Saturday. Mm. Of course, we got absolutely smashed on Thursday night. Um, and we just, I don't know, we had this running theme of like grabbing the stag and taking all his clothes off and making him run through the streets naked. Sounds very, it very sounded, like a uh, stag do, yeah. normal kind of stag do to me. Um, now I look back on it, it probably wasn't <laughs> the nicest thing to do. Uh, but is that purely a British thing of going? I'm going to express my love for you by humiliating yeah, you, yeah, yeah. treating you awfully, because I cannot express my emotions in a normal, pure <laughs> <laughs> manner. Did you tie him to a lamppost? No, we, we weren't too cruel. We, 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 we let him run free before <laughs> <laughs> putting him back in his cage. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, look back. I'm thinking that wasn't nice. And <laughs> um, so I had another friend. He went. Uh, he organised his own stag party. And it was very restricted. <laughs> We're going to this pub and this pub, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I can see, I can see why he's got some, some bad friends. <laughs> um, yeah. So what? Like, the question is, maybe I'll have a stag party one day. What would we what do for we, your yeah, stag do? Yeah. Well, how would you? You go. I mean, well, you've been to Poland. Um, maybe we'll take you to <laughs> take you on a tour of. Concentration camp because that sounds <laughs> like a laugh. Oh no, because you go to Holland every week, so Amsterdam's out the question. Poland, yeah. you've done that. Uh, I do the Vegas stag oh, Vegas stag. Oh, I've been to Vegas twice. Oof. We, a friend of mine, was going to a conference in LA, uh, and it, we met him on a Tuesday, and he goes, "I'm flying out tomorrow," and we said, "Well, we'll meet you in Vegas on Thursday night." He's like, "Yeah, okay." So we went, "Okay," and so we booked it on our phone. And uh, we did, we met him in Vegas and had a weekend in Vegas. <laughs> it was brilliant. I got there and uh, um, again, it was Thursday night, like, let's keep it calm because Friday, Saturday is the big nights. And it was oh. two o'clock in the morning, just about to go to bed. Very sensible. Yeah. Um, and my friend sees this game, Sex in the City. These things, I bet all the girl puts the money in the Sex in the City machine. So he puts $20 in, he won $80 back. 
Mm. Nice. Okay. But there's two machines next to each other. And I thought, I'll have a go. Put $20 in. And then all these lights started flashing. It said, find a Miranda's shoe. I don't know what that means. But I pressed a button. <laughs> I found the shoe. And it came a big win. And I won $1,000. <gasps> what? Wow. wow. Yeah. So we did not go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But I don't think you can do anything bad in Vegas because it's designed for all that stuff, isn't it? So, True. Yeah. It's hard, quite hard to actually get into trouble in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, Has it? anyone ever had a run-in with a, a foreign police uh, service? There was... There was a very unusual incident when I was getting money exchanged because um, I went I went to Amsterdam for Christmas and when I was getting money exchanged for some reason the best place that does the exchange rates is Debenhams don't know why they just do but um, we went to Debenhams at the White Rose Shopping Centre and we were <coughs> trying to find the Bureau de Change and two armed police officers just casually walking walking by and that was very very unusual <laughs> to yeah. say the least it's just like hmm, Debenhams in the run up to Christmas. Yeah. Okay, unless Debenhams has some sort of ISIS link that I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with, or something like that. But yeah, that was a very strange one. But well, but after Debenhams, you went to, to Nando's, got some food, and there was two armed policemen there, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's you. Maybe it's me. <laughs> we, we went to um, we flew to Rome uh, for a friend's wedding, and there was four of us: myself, my husband, and this other couple. And we were walking through. I can't remember which airport it was in Rome, but we were walking through. And, you know, as you do, you're concentrating on where you're going. So you're not kind of, you know, you're not looking at each other. You're kind of looking at the arrows and the da-da-da. And we'd, we'd come through and we were sort of roughly in a group, two behind us, us two in front. And what we suddenly realised was that this, my husband wasn't with us. He'd been <laughs> taken off. He'd been oh. siphoned off by two fully loaded, armed, you know, police guys with sunglasses on and sharp haircuts and uh, <laughs> big boots. And he'd been taken off. And we were like, where the hell is And then we saw he was, he was being hustled into a car. And what? Yeah, and we were like, what God. the hell? So we, you know, we followed him and this guy stopped us and they sort of had him in the back of this um, car and whatever, and chatting, and then they let him go. And he just said, they said, who are you? Where have you come from? And that was it. And they went, oh, sorry, you know, Padona, Padona, and let him go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it Not was... very thorough. Are you a terrorist? No. Fine. On your way. Terribly <laughs> <laughs> <Don't be> sorry. <laughs> sorry about that, chat. I was hoping you'd be kept for a couple of days. <laughs> 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 you called the police. Yeah, I called ahead and said, look, it's coming through now. Um, but, yeah, just... And never didn't know what it was about or, you know, no explanation. I think he's got a look. He's got a really dodgy look. And so we, we mustn't travel together. <laughs> ever. Um, we must take separate holidays at all times um, in case I go down with him, basically. Um, but yeah, so that was um, that was quite uh, exciting. We had um, not bad behaviour abroad, but stupid behaviour abroad. We, uh, me and my girlfriend, we went on holiday to Dusseldorf because we love Christmas markets. So we thought we'll go straight to the sauce. Germany. We went to Dusseldorf for the Christmas market in Germany. We got a cheap deal for it as well, as is all my holidays. They're cheap. I'm cheap. Whatever. Um, so it was uh, in Dusseldorf. The airport that we got to, it's in this place called Wies that's about 50 kilometres from there. It's a tiny airport. It's sort of like if you booked a holiday to Manchester <laughs> and you arrived at Leeds-Bradford, essentially. Leeds-Bradford uh, International. Oh, airport. sorry. International sorry. Airport. Yes. 
I went there recently. Hang on. Uh, but <laughs> to pin in that. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, we realized uh, sort of like halfway through the trip, it's just sort of like, oh shit, um, the flight's at like six o'clock in the morning. There's no train that goes from Dusseldorf to Wies for six o'clock in the morning. So what we will do is we'll go the day before, spend the night at a hotel in Wies, check out early from the Dusseldorf hotel, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so, you know. Books all the transfer flights and everything for uh, our arrival on Saturday. And um, going through this with uh, halfway through the holiday, she goes, oh no, we fly on Friday. I was just like, what? I was just like, we fly on Friday. I'm just like, bollocks, I must have misread the date wrong. So I go online and change all our transfers and uh, book the hotel room for the Friday night. So it's just like, we are absolutely sorted. Uh, cut to Friday morning, we go through um, security at the airport, get up nice and early and, you know, um, you know, buy some vodka for the for the... Duty-free for the flight, of course. <laughs> Got to down that on the flight. We get to uh, the bit where you literally scan the boarding pass and then go onto the plane. We're up there and we scan it. And it's just like, oh, bugger. Then, and it's just like, oh, step aside. Everyone else gets on the plane. And we're just like, why the hell is our boarding pass not work? Let's have a look. And it was for Saturday. Oh. <laughs> We'd shown up to the airport a day early. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, and I was just like, I was furious for about two seconds, and I was just like, well, this can't be helped, fuck it. <laughs> so was it, were you due to fly on the, the original thing that you no, changed she, it from? No, no she, uh, she, yeah, we were due to fly, we were due to fly the next day on the Saturday, the one that was there. Like she, like my girlfriend thought we were flying out on the Friday. So it was all her fault? No, it's, you know, it's not all her <laughs> fault because I didn't check. I oh, took it at how fa- gentlemanly I took it at face value. I took her book. She said, "Yeah, yeah. no one to blame for it." But that was your first that. mistake, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Believing what the, trusting, trusting. Women. Yeah. yes, just trusting. I think. Uh, yeah. So we went back to the tiny little hotel in this. Drank uh, the vodka. <laughs> we didn't because well, we were saving it for the flight, and we weren't allowed to take that with us the back next out. day. Ultimately, mm, but okay. uh, yeah. So we're stuck in this tiny little this tiny little village in the middle of. Germany for an entire day and luckily we found a petting zoo so that occupied most of the, the day oh, okay. for some reason they have like a ramshackle petting zoo in, in Wies, Germany I love so. the name of the airport, Wies yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a Wies yeah. <laughs> what a top Wies I just we... old men <laughs> <laughs> well, we dragging thought, large we thought we'd through the petting zoo <laughs> 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 we thought we, we'd, we were going to Dusseldorf airport so we go outside to the taxi rank and we hadn't arranged uh, transfers or anything like that because we thought we were at Dusseldorf Airport. We go to the taxi driver and say, here's the address for the hotel, how much to hear? And he's just like, oh yeah, that's like 70 kilometres that way. You should go to the train station. I was just like, we should have paid five pounds for those transfers, <laughs> shouldn't we? It's not easy though, is it? Sometimes I mean, I know for like an international jet setter like yourself, Justin, <clears throat> who's whizzing off to Holland every week and Japan sometimes for a weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And for you, I think, you know, when you, when you do trips, even little trips, you've got to be so on it, haven't you? You've yeah, got it's to tiring. be... Yeah, I mean, you've got to check that your connections and tax, how far is the tax, you know, you can't yeah, just yeah, assume, yeah. oh, I'll get a cab because it could be 70 kilometres. So you've yeah. got to, there's so much work well, involved. It, it happened to me in Japan, actually, I was, because I took an internal flight to Tokyo and then Tokyo back to London, except there's two airports in Tokyo, other sides of the city, yeah. and I didn't read the... No. the <laughs> yeah, I've so done I'm like, that. this is not the right place. It's, see, um, I so, Tokyo, big city, yeah? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, quite big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so it took us 
I think we had to hop on a bus and it took us two and a half hours oh, to... Oh, to get to the other airport. Yeah, which we hadn't really factored in. That's what I mean. There's anything. so much of this stuff. If you don't pay attention, you could be, you know, you go like seriously wrong. You end up spending money that you don't... There's like mm. like six airports in London like, mm. that are part yeah, of it. Yeah. Like Stan said, Heathrow, Luton. I don't know. I went to Luton. It was completely my own fault as well because I was going to... I'm trying to think if this was the same. Oh, anyway... I was meant to be. It was with. Uh, it was with Alison. This was before we were married, and um, whereas I'd met her early, and we had a little drink, and we had got on the train to go to Luton Airport, and I thought, "I'll oh, be nice. We'll get in there early. We'll have time for a pre-flight drink, maybe, <laughs> but not get hammered." And then it was just as we were pulling in, she said something about Stansted, and I went, "Oh, yeah." Luton's the airport we're meant to be at next weekend. <laughs> Stand oh, no. this weekend. <laughs> and we were like, shit, shit, shit. And we were like, how much? We got asked a taxi and went 50 quid. And we were like, fine, got to do it. How long it'll take? It was about an hour. And we, so we, we were like an hour ahead of schedule. So we were okay. thinking, oh, we should make this. We should That's make good. this. Taxi driver made it. Not too bad. Gets off the motorway. Goes on the roundabout. Misses his turn off. Oh. Go, that was it. That was it. He panics, takes the next turn off, back on the motorway. Oh no! And we're like, oh, when's the next exit? It's like ten miles away. Fuck! Like just stressing, stressing all the way back. Got to the airport. And we were late, but the flight had been delayed, so we were okay. But it was just that minute of going, oh, we've done something wrong, but it's okay, it's okay. And this is like, oh. and then I can't remember if this was the same holiday. But we also, I took her to Barcelona, and this was like pre-Google Maps day, so I booked this hotel, and I had this address, and I couldn't find the address in Barcelona, but I found, it was like Plaza de Roberto or something, and there was a Roberto street and alley and stuff, and I thought, oh, it'll be in there somewhere, it's fine to be, because they're all the same, and I just can't quite find it. Uh, and then we got the flight there, and I got around the hotel and said, oh, where exactly is it? Because I couldn't find it on the map. Is it by this thing in town? And he went, no, we're like 10 miles outside <laughs> of Barcelona. <laughs> and I went, well, that's so good to us. Uh, we're not going to say that. It's okay. Well, he was very good about it, because he kind of went, he didn't make me pay. Oh. But I was oh, telling so nice. going, we're going to have to go find a hotel in Barcelona, because we haven't one and I, my attitude to this is always like hey it's a bit of an adventure isn't it <laughs> yeah. that's not Alison's attitude <laughs> she doesn't like adventures and she no. often ends up going on adventures with me she doesn't yeah. enjoy them <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in a similar situation I'm, I sort of would always just go right okay this is an opportunity to do something different and you know best foot forward and my husband's no he mm. likes to have a plan yeah. stick to the plan yeah. and any deviation is a just a complete it throws him into a meltdown. Basically, he can't adapt. I plan deviation mm. into my plan. Yeah, that's because oh. you're, you're, you're <coughs> like Wednesday you're, afternoon deviation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he just some people can't handle that though, can they? Oh, but the travel thing—it's very stressful. It can be really stressful yeah. unless yeah, you totally unless yeah. you sort of, you know, you've got to really dot the i's and cross the t's. And um, I found it's best to stay at home really. <laughs> 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 yeah, just best to just you know stay put. It's all too stressful. We uh, we had one um, last year the, from Amsterdam as um, as well. Went to see visit my sister uh, for a birthday, 
and coming back, we we arrived at the airport five minutes before the gate was due to close, so we completely fucked up our timing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're going through security, and I like call one of the the lovely people there, and it was just like, look, our gate has been closed for ten minutes. Is it worth us going through security? And she was just like, we don't know. You, you go through, and you'll uh, you know take your chances and stuff like yeah. that. So she. Jumps us to the front of the queue, God bless her. But um, uh, usually with the flights that we take from Amsterdam, our gate is usually the furthest fucking one. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like, always, yeah. yeah, like, take a left, one right there on the right, go down the steps and stuff like that. So this is like 20 minutes after the gate's closed and uh, my girlfriend, like, she's fucked up her ankle. Um, so it's just like, right, I'm going to fucking leg it uh, 16 kilometers to the gate <laughs> so i bomb it down to see if it's open and if it is great if not fuck it we'll go get another flight or whatever so i bomb it down and at 25 past the go like, it's the gate still open and just completely knackered it's just like uh yeah we can we can just about let you on i was just like okay it's not just me i've got my limping girlfriend <laughs> so she gets on the phone and she's like final call for flight blah 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 to leeds bradford <laughs> and then like a minute later she's like knackered her ankles completely fucked because she started running as well and uh, yeah we were the people the you know the when you're on an airplane waiting and oh. the last one's come oh, get the daggers we were them and yeah we were at the back and the back door had been closed the many taps did you get and then many sighs did you get the more tapping or sighing I was I was so relieved I, just, <laughs> I was just oblivious to anything else I sat down and slept the entire flight. <laughs> it's such a relief. Mm. I remember I used I am quite a nervous flyer and yeah. um and the longer I go without flying, it starts kicks in again. I mean if I do lots of flights I'm sort of it gets a bit less so it dampens down a bit. But um it's quite a long time ago now, but I was flying back from Malaga and we were driving to the airport and I was quite tense and I hadn't flown for a while and, um it was like a motorway I can't remember motorway dual carriage situation. We were a bit late for the flight. Actually, we were putting the foot down, and I and my husband said, "Don't look! Don't look out the window! Don't look out the window!" And of course, I looked out the window, and there, in a field that I felt I could reach out and touch, was a crashed plane. (laughs) (laughs) And um, here's one we made it. Here's one that didn't make it earlier. And yeah, there was a, a. yeah, big old, not not massive, but quite a, a substantial, not a, not a small plane, in a field that was kind of had its wing all mushed in, and it, the nose was in the ground, and yeah, and uh, yeah. although it is one of those when you drive past a crash, mm. you you drive safer mm-hmm. after that. So hopefully the pilot would be a bit like, oh right, yeah, right, let's just take it, <laughs> <laughs> take it down in notch. Or but, uh, you drive past a crash, and you're so busy looking, <laughs> you crash, crash again, yeah, yeah. And oh, do you do, and you do, or you do feel, yeah, the odds are reduced somehow by seeing this crash that happened. Here's the crash that happened earlier. You're not going to crash, but um, I don't know whether it helped or hindered. But uh, yeah, I don't really like flying. I have to say, mm. not, not just, a fan. It's just the takeoff that I'm a little bit nervous on, and that's about it. Yeah, takeoff and landing, and the, the landing at Leeds and Bradford is it's always oh, hard, yeah. isn't it? Mm, it comes horrible. down so hard. Um, it's a short runway, so it's just yeah. Well, they made it. They, it was even shorter. Until they made it longer, um, it's the shortest in Britain. Yeah. At one point, yeah, and the plane did come off the runway there and just carried on. How the hell did they land Concorde there? Because that happened like in ninety nine or something like that. I don't know, but it was Concord it was the shortest there? runway in England, and then they and then they had this plane that sort of misjudged it because it didn't have whatever the 
technicalities are, but it went off the end. And um, <laughs> then they thought, oh, we'll make this a bit longer. We'll add a bit on. <laughs> so they just let nose first, just nose first in Yeadon sound. It's just like, oh, ducks are not going to like that. <laughs> yeah. So they they extended it a bit, but it's still pretty short, and it's also very high up and very windy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you don't have to come down hard. Yeah. So never never a fan of that, I have to say. So just to. Because we're talking very little about bad behaviour yes. abroad. <laughs> yeah, that's I did have a run-in with the New York cops once. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, so I'm going to show my how, my age here. I'm, I'm hoping I haven't already told this story on the podcast, but stop me if you've heard it before. Considering your Springsteen story, I think uh, you're uh, your YouTube story. Um, I was well, I studied for a year in America, and then uh, the. Uh, the summer that I finished, uh, me and some friends drove across America. Mm. But I had been caught. I don't know why I had thought this, but I'd been, somebody had said, oh, you don't need a licence for America, you just need a British passport. <laughs> uh, and I believed them. Right, OK. And uh, so when I was in this San Diego, Googling. I got stopped. By, I, I cut someone off and got pulled over by the cops for police cutting someone off and I uh, said can we see your license and I went nope <laughs> you can't and they went oh, okay you're gonna here's a fine and a court date if you want to contest it and the court date was like a day before I was due to leave California so I was like Meh. I can get away with this so didn't pay the fine didn't show up and so I drove across America it was uninsured because <laughs> couldn't get insurance without a license and uh me and my friends drove from California to New Orleans and then they flew back from there. So I was flying back. I was driving on my own from New Orleans to New York uh, where I had friends. I was going to stay with friends and I knew I had some money there as well because there were some deposits from flats I had in LA were being uh, forwarded. Uh, so I, was, I knew that I had money when I got there, but I ended up, I broke down in Nashville so I had to spend most of my money getting the car repaired in Nashville. Uh, ended up sleeping in my, in my car in Washington, which was not a good idea. That's a story for another podcast. Uh, and I was literally like, down to my last few dollars. But I was on my, it was on my last day of driving. I was going to get to New York that day. I thought, we'll be fine. A couple of days, I might even be able to afford a burger. Who knows? Get into New Jersey. Toll road ahead. I was like, oh, shit. Hit a toll road, it's like $2 or something, $2 in the toll, drive along the toll highway for a bit, fine, okay, we'll get there, we'll get there. Hit another toll road, looking for my change, have just about enough to pay it, get off it, getting close to New York. Uh, I was going to take the, uh, uh, I can't remember the name, it was Jersey Tunnel or the Lincoln Tunnel or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's all the road to it. Toll ahead. And I was like, oh, okay, I've got um, 250. Oh, that's enough. And it said, next, drive down a bit further, last exit before toll. And I was like, but I didn't say how much the toll was. I was like, do I stay off or do I get on? It says, well, whichever way I go is going to be a toll somewhere, so I might as well stay on. Get around the corner and it says, New Jersey Tunnel toll, $4. I was like, oh, bollocks. Uh, get up to the booth. Go to the guy, look, I'm really sorry I don't have four dollars. They went, Oh, it's okay, just pull over and uh, the cop will come over, just show him your license and registration, and we can forward the bill to you. Now, okay, <laughs> so, pulled over, cop comes over and goes, uh, Can I see your license? And I was going, Ah, oh, 
Yeah, it's in my luggage. I'll go have a look for it like this here. I pretended to look for my license and went, oh, I can't find it. Oh, I must have left it in that motel in Vegas, wherever someone is here. Uh, and he went, oh, it's okay. Look, I can just run your name through the system oh, and we'll get oh, your details that way. Oh, no. And I, uh, and he went, but just there's just one thing. There's a little anomaly to New York law. If there's any infraction on your on, under your name, like even an unpaid parking ticket like this here, we have to put you in jail for the night and post $500 bail. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I'll just have a look for that um, license one more time. <laughs> also, I had all this change in the car because we had been to Vegas, so I had all these dimes and nickels and stuff. So I was like, I was going, I might be able to get the money... And I was like looking, picking up this five cents and ten cents, going, oh, I was still way short. And um, the cop was going, how's it going? Oh, I'll be with you in a minute. And I like came back all kind of crestfallen. And it was a Friday, what I think happened was that it was a Friday afternoon. The cop looked at me and went, I just can't be honest, <laughs> going through the paperwork with this. And he went, look, how much money do you have? And he went, I went two fifty. And he went, how much is the toll? And he went, it's four dollars. Anyone here's a dollar fifty go pay oh. the toll, <laughs> and uh, I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was so close to being some somebody's new cellmate. <laughs> no, you've had a few close scrapes. That was a close shave, and that too, I went to see my friend who was on a. He was working for Barclays Bank, and he was on a year exchange, working in New York. He did some sublet, managed to get a sublet in Greenwich Village. So having gone from almost going to jail, I went to that night. He cooked dinner. We had dinner on the roof of this apartment in Greenwich Village with literally one side. I could see the Twin Towers one end, Empire State Building the other end, kind of sides of New York City floating up. Felt like I was in a Woody Allen film. It was just oh, marvellous. Oh. And I was just like, oh, I could have been spending the night so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> you see, if you don't have those close shaves, you yeah, don't really, you, don't you can sometimes the, appreciate the the good stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story, isn't it? Nice, nice cop. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was a kind of a, everyone goes, I think New York cops are seen as nice, they are nice to you. There's a kind of we're all in this together attitude in New York, and yeah. the whole. I think there's a myth about New Yorkers being unfriendly, but they're oh, not. I've always they're found not, them really friendly. New Yorkers, of, uh, really, really friendly, yeah. chatty, helpful. Um, fortunately, I've had no run-ins with the with the caps. And the caps. But, uh, there's still time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's still time. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Trip to New York. Yeah, I went up to New York. Bus. See the second city I do in a time there. Anyway, well, uh, that is it for us today, I believe. So that's... I don't like the way that one went. Hang on, sorry. Me doing the wrap-up there, I'll do that one again. Like the whole episode. No, no. (laughs) Come on, guys, pick up your game. Do it again, but better. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. You can be part of the show by suggesting a subjects matter, uh, by... Email oycpodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook, just send us a message. Uh, we are all part of an improv group called Super Trooper Improv, and we're doing a free show at the Editor's Draft on Sunday, January the 28th at 7 o'clock. Uh, it may be featuring uh, Noel, Justin, myself and Mandy. Uh, also, Ben, Abby and Terry, who have also been on the podcast before, as well as uh, our friends uh, Sonny and Adam Martin as well. I won't, I won't be at the next one. You heard, you, know. you heard that. You heard that. It's my wife's birthday. <laughs> <laughs>
So. Very nice. Did you bring her along? Well, I suggested that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go down too well. Yeah, too adventurous. <laughs> and uh, if you are free on Tuesday the 30th of January, uh, Verve Comedy Cellar at the Verve in Leeds. Uh, it's free in from 8 o'clock and I'm going to be doing a bit of stand-up there. Ooh. And if you don't like me, uh, the very talented Jack Shanak is going to be there as well. So, Shanak, Shanak. I can't pronounce his fucking name. Shanak sounds quite, <laughs> yeah, yeah. quite cool. Jack Shanak. Jack Shanak. He's that's, back. That's a disco diva. Chanak <laughs> <laughs> and the Shirelles present. <laughs> okay, and uh, we're going to be doing something. I can't announce it yet, but uh, keep February the 18th, which is a Sunday, uh, keep that free because we're going to be doing something very exciting then. Probably should have told you guys about it uh, beforehand because everyone's checking their phone now. Um, but thanks very much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 But it's more, as I say, it's a bit more painful the older. Oh, that might have just actually. Ooh. The older you are. Biz <laughs> is just like, sit down, you're on the podcast. It's fine, it's fine. Hey. Yeah. Andy doesn't like you recording. We're going to record the podcast and uh, without you. And do the. Oh, no. But I've got seashells. <laughs> <laughs> if you get them on the seashore. <laughs>